Welcome to all you throne room mystics. It is just marvelous to be able to speak to you again. And I'm excited for this year and the journey that lies ahead. And a welcome to our newcomers. You will be blessed on this journey. We focus a lot on the Hebrew letters as well as Hebrew words and the Hebraic aspect of Scripture. A knowledge of the Hebrew language is not a requirement to be part of this journey. However, it will inspire you to know more. If you are new to the Hebrew letters, in the blog there is a link that you can follow, that you can just read up on the letters and become more familiar with. I'm also super excited to announce the release of my book within the next couple of weeks. It's called Mystic Realms of the Living Letters, Volume 1. And I will give you more details later on as we get closer to the time. I was pondering on whether to make the blog a subscription service. I, however, decided against it. I would like to make it available to as many people as possible. The Throne Room Mystic is an independent ministry and we rely on the reader's generosity to give or trade into the ministry. Currently, it is only via PayPal, but we are busy setting up a credit card service and we will appreciate your generosity in giving and trading into this ministry. Ready then, let's get into this amazing year of 2021 or in the Jewish calendar is 5781. So the first word we are focusing on in this journey as we focus on Hebrew words to unlock our new creation bodies. And the first word is create. And in Hebrew, it's bara. Now, the dictionary describes bara as to create, to make something that has not been in existence before. Now, there are four words in the Hebrew Bible that relate to create, which is bara, asa, yatsa, and kana. Bara is different, though, as it relates directly to divinity as in God creating. Within this beautiful word of bara, which is spelled bet resh alef, there are realms and dimensions hidden within it, ready to affirm who we are in Christ and what we are capable of. Each Hebrew letter has a numerical value. If you don't know those values, refer back to the blog. They are in each Hebrew letter. Um, write-up that I did. Bara has a gematria or a numerical value of 203. So if you break that down to 2 plus 3, it equals 5. And the fifth Hebrew letter in the Aleph bet is Hay, and Hay means breath. Now we're all very familiar and we know the role of breath, that breath played in creation. It is however important to notice that man, you and me, were never spoken into being. All of creation, God spoke into being. However, man was made by Yahweh. You can express the gematria in another way. That 203, you can break it into as in 20 and 3. And 20 is the numerical value of, of the Hebrew letter kaf which means palm of the hand. And three is the Hebrew letter gimel, which means camel and carrying resources. 
So in other words, with Baran creating, God opened the palm of his hand and with the resources within himself created. In Isaiah 49:16, see, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. So let's focus a little bit on man's creation. In Genesis 1, 26 to 27, it says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. Now, it's interesting, the Hebrew word for made, it is asa, and it means to fashion or create, usually implying the use of existing materials. Now, it's interesting how in this scripture, it moves between two creative processes. God made humankind, and then he created humankind. So the maid is asa, to create from something, and bara is to create from nothing. I don't believe that this something was only the ground taken to shape man, but the existing material was Yahweh himself. To make man in his image would not come from the ground, but from the breath. Our very being pre-existed within him released into the shell that is our body. Instead of being spoken into being, he released our framework from in the breath into that body. If Yahweh had to speak you into being, you wouldn't contain the image he intended. But for you to be like him, you had to come from him. And Asar, the Hebrew word, paved the way to be like him so that through bara we can do like him. Do you now understand why Jesus would say, ask and it will be given to you? He knows who you are. He understands your makeup. Recent theological studies have hinted towards the fact that bara also means to separate. God separated the upper and the lower waters to create. And this theory speaks into why there are two creation processes with man. Yahweh separated our spirit from within his spirit. Not that we are set apart from him, but that we are an extension of him, yet still one with him. In the same way, God took the rib from man and created the woman, an extension process. The same way man is extension from Yahweh. Now think about this. Creation yearns for the revelation of the sons of God. Romans 8:19. Just like our spirit man yearns for God, like it describes in Psalm 63 verse 1, because we are an extension of him. Creation yearns for us because creation is an extension of man. That's why you have a physical body. It connects you with creation. Your purpose and identity is found in Yahweh. 
And creation finds its purpose in us. As we draw from Yahweh, we release into creation original intent. So resh means chief and original intent or first intent. So the Hebrew letter resh is positioned in the middle of the word bara because of the arcing and interaction between Yahweh, the Aleph, and man as the temple, the Bet, and it brings about the original intent that God had hidden. In Isaiah 49:16, see, I've engraved you in the palms of my hand, your walls are ever before me. The first two letters of the word create, which is Bet and Resh, it is one of the words that means son or offspring. It has a reference to a supernatural being. Further derivatives of this word also means to kiss the sun. When we look in the dictionary of biblical languages in the Hebrew and Old Testament, bet resh or ba, it means son, offspring, and it also has a reference to a supernatural being. Another meaning of bet resh or bar is pure and radiant as well as favorite. Now favorite stood out for me. And the dictionary describes favorite as one chosen as special in relationship. And then lastly, bar also contains the meaning grain. And I immediately thought of grain stored up in Egypt for the seven lean years to come in Genesis 41:35. So what should we make of these words of bar hidden within bara? When you stitch it all together, you pick up on the covenant hidden within bara. It is absolutely amazing that embedded within this word is Jesus as the Son of God, but also you as the Son of God. Yahweh doesn't just create with you in mind, but with you as the gate within Yeshua. In John 1 verse 3, through him, which is Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. To create, it is in your makeup. We are born to call things from nothing. That's all we need is nothing to create. Because you, by design, are already grafted into the ultimate word for creating, which is Barah. Every time we release an action of creating, it is an act of kissing the Son, Jesus. To create is about birthing from that intimacy process within Yeshua to release what sparked in that love relationship. Hence why we are co-creators with him. Within that intimacy, we create and bring forth. The first things released when Yahweh spoke bara was temple and sonship. Not just normal sonship, but the type that requires intimacy, because intimacy creates. You are the apple of God's eye. As his favorite, the one chosen for a special relationship, you have access to places in his heart no one has. It means as his child, 
you can pull strings and favors. It might come across as manipulative, but if you are daddy's little girl, you realize you can ask for stuff that the others cannot get away with. You occupy that place in his heart. In Psalm 17, 8, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Think of that Hebrew word for create, bara. As the temple, which is bet, you are made to bring forth. It's your default. You are able to discern God's original intent, which is resh, hidden within his heart, which is aleph, and release it into the natural realm. That grain that is contained in the word bar highlights that in him we are the most resourceful beings. No matter what calamity or circumstance we find ourselves in, we are able to bring forth because of what we have within us. We can provide, we can create beyond natural means. It is exactly when things are lacking in the natural that we have the opportunity to move supernaturally. Part of the creating process with Jesus is participating with the angelic realm and of course with wisdom as she was with Yahweh when he laid out encompassed the jeep. It is exciting and God is wanting us to be co-creators with him as we move into this new era of what is lying ahead. So in our group we are going to do some activations and a practical how-to. So if you want to join our group on Wednesday evenings, we engage and activate. Our group meets in the evening at South African time at half past seven at night. It's plus two GMT time zone. So in London, it would be half past five p.m. In Zurich, half past six p.m. New York, it would be half past 12 p.m. In Dallas, half past 11 a.m. In Calgary, half past 10 a.m. In Los Angeles, half past 9 a.m. In Beijing and Perth, it will be half past 1 a.m., but in the Thursday, the following day. Tokyo, half past 2 a.m., the Thursday morning. Brisbane, half past 3 a.m., the Thursday morning. And in Auckland, half past 6 a.m. the Thursday. I will post links to the blogs every Thursday with Wednesday's group engagement as the activation and practical. So if you would like to be added to the group, kindly email me at info at I love you big time.